0: and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us, and enjoy today's show. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. This is our
1: 99th show, and we are excited to have you here. We're going to be really excited to have you here next week, next Monday. We're going to have on the show with us uh, John Matone, this incredible guy, author, lecturer, speaker, uh, executive coach. He's got incredible credentials. We're going to bring him on spend some time with us. Today, we're going to be talking about one of his uh, his graphics, one of his metal models that has to do with leadership. It's going to be very exciting. This is Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT. I am Michael Bailey. My partner is Rich Barron. We're excited to be here. We're excited to have you here with us. So we're going to talk about this notion here of what is leadership at its core and then what is it that leader people usually see when it comes to what they see a leader actually do? So let's open this up. Put, the, put up this graphic, if you would, here, Rich. Okay. Let's open this up. Here's this graphic. Great stuff here. Rich, let's talk about, let's begin by looking at this outer core, this outer circle, rather, uh, and start with critical thinking. Let's just start walking around. Let's tell us about critical thinking. we will go to decision-making and so on. Let's start there.
0: Well, let's talk about what this is uh, first. This this outer core is essentially it's essentially the qualities that people see in you. These are the type of things that show up, say, on a performance review or a three sixty uh, assessment. It's it's what the uh, the world sees in you. And so, if we start uh, starting at the top, the the critical thinker. The critical thinker and, and drive for results, decision maker, that 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 whole triad uh, at the top. What would you call that, Michael?
1: Well, in a lot of ways, the people that work at that level uh, are kind of what are also called the gut people. They just kind of and, go the gut, right. how they deeply feel about things. And so part of it is this critical thinking of looking at a lot of information, weighing it out, you know, this and that and really examining it but they will be motivated to do something about it by their gut. That's what they'll tend to do. And so the critical thinking person is kind of this irony of, of gut versus the ability to see things very clearly and distinctly and ask very insightful, incisive questions to get to what is this exactly. And so um, that's this, and it's a powerful position to be able to be that person that can see things really clearly and have a good instinct about what to do about it. Then let's go to the decision maker here. The decision maker is still kind of a gut person. Decision, decision making people, people that are really good, have a sense of, of what's the right thing to do. They're, they're kind of, the, kind of moralists in some ways that they can be, but they have that ability to say, what's the right yeah. thing to do? What's the good thing to do? And again, they kind of go by their gut and say, well, this is now the thing that we are going to do. So there's that sense of it. So as you go, folks, as you listen to what we're talking about here, we're showing you the screen, think look at yourself and say, What am I? Am I a gut person or am I and we'll talk about these other ones here in a minute, but kind of what do you identify with? You know, which is the main way that you work as a leader. So we've got the on one side, we've got we've got the top critical thinker, then we also got the de- the decision maker. Let's yeah. go over here on the on the left side, the drive for results. You're 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 a strong driver.
0: Yes, that's where my, uh, when, you know, I, I do my tests on this, my enneagram, I, I show up as, as the, my predominant trait is a driver. As a leader,
1: that's what you do. Okay, good. So tell us from your point of view, being that driver, challenger, get it done kind of a person, how do you work? How do you see things and how does that work with your gut?
0: you know a, a lot of the drivers is, is has to do with self confidence self determination reliance uh, ability to take initiative you know those are all the strong characteristics but i got to tell you there is also on the flip side of, of some of these there are also those ones where you have a potential to to really drive to kind of dominate the situation and those are the those are the reasons why we and I know that myself. That's the things I've learned about myself, absolutely, that I really like to see the results. I like to get to the end. I like, you know, I have a lot of confidence in my abilities, but I've also got to understand that I've got to have patience in getting these things done. And that's one of the things that if, uh, you know, as a driver, and that's only one of the characteristics that show, uh, you know, it's it's important to to point out, Michael, that everybody has every one of these characteristics. Yeah. It just which one show. So it's so as a driver, that's that's essentially who I am. The guy who really wants to drive for results, but having to understand how to do that, utilizing some of my other characteristics to balance that out.
1: Yeah, that's right. We all have them there. It's what's critical in this discussion is where do you start? That's the whole thing. Where do you start? And if you're not sure about where you start as a leader, then you're gonna weaken your your sense of confidence that that you're talking about, your sense of being able to think clearly, you're going to be able to weaken your ability to come up with real great plans of actions, look at facts, and also build relationships because you're off-center. And that's what we'll be talking about in a few minutes about being on-center or working from your core. So these three are gut people. Let's go around here to the side, on the right side. Strategic thinking, emotional leadership, and then communication skills. These people are very much connected to their emotions. They're just people. And so, you know, strategic thinkers are those people that look at uh, a situation and they're thinking, how do I talk up the ladder of the organization? And also, how do I talk down the ladder in the sense of mitigating, you know, what it is that we want done and how to do it, dealing with conflict management, being really smart about how to work with people and putting the right people in the right seats, that kind of stuff. Uh, The emotional leader is a a lot into relationships and that kind of stuff, Uh, you know, just again, dealing with the emotions of people. Uh, And then the the communication person, that's also an emotional person about how to communicate with people in such a way to build relationships and also very creative, way to be that creative individual on there. So again, if you're thinking about this, are you an emotional person? Are you a strategic kind of person? Are you an emotional leader? connecting with people, or are you that person that is uh, really good at coming up with ideas and communicating to people in interesting ways? Which one of these are you? And then let's go to this last third over here. These are the thinkers. These are the head people. The head triad. That's right. So these are talent leadership. These are team leaders. And these are also change leaders. Let's start just at the top here. Change leadership. Those are people that are visionary. Yeah, the activists. Talk a little bit about visionaries
0: visionaries, you know, the, from the inner core of the, you know, the visionaries, we call those the activists. That's really the functions of spontaneity, diverse activity, and really it's the potential for enthusiasm, productivity, achievement, skill acquisition. Those are really the, the, the change leadership people.
1: Okay. How about, how about the, uh, about the, the team leadership?
0: The team leadership is interesting. We call these the disciples. And there essentially is, is the functions of trust and perseverance. You know, when we talk about team leadership, you need to have uh, people that, you know, you got to be able to show a lot of trust. People need to trust you in order to lead that, that team. And so uh, essentially it is, it is uh, the functions, trust, perseverance, the potential for emotional bonding with others, for group identification, sociability, industriousness. They're, they're loyal to others. That's where the team leadership is, is grown from.
1: Yeah, a great way that you said that nicely. They're loyal. They are loyalists. They are the disciples. They're the ones that want to do the right things for the right reasons and that we all should be in step, making sure that we're getting it done in the right way. Uh, if somebody is, is not kind of in step with them, uh, they get disturbed. I wouldn't say disturbed, but they get bothered. You know, why yeah. is that person not doing it? Why is he not, you know, or she not doing it this way? They get upset with those people that don't do it. And then they get especially upset when they get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah.
0: There, they're, 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 they can also be the rebels. They can be. They're the, they're the ones that can be the rebels. All right. All right.
1: All right. All right. Then team leadership. Team leadership. What would you say? What would you talk what about? talent, team leadership? Teaming, ta- talent, talent leadership?
0: leadership? Yeah, excuse me. Talent leadership. Talent leadership. The thinkers. We You're call these that as well. And these are the guys that really have the mental focus. Eyes and people, gals. Yeah. The, yeah. Guys that yeah, the people that have the mental focus, the expert knowledge. These guys are are the ones that really have the the knowledge about what they're doing about. And they like they like that. They have to uh they're they're curious. They're very perceptive. They like to get knowledge. They like the acquisition of a lot of knowledge. But on the flip side, these are the guys that I can also get stuck by the paralysis by analysis. Yeah, these are the guys that can get stuck too hard, too thinking it too deep, and over analyzing. That's that on the flip side. These are the guys that have all the the knowledge, the skills, the talents. Can see that in others, but on the flip side, then get wound up in data.
1: And they really can. They can overthink things. One of the things about talent leadership, and the reason I say you're this person, is they're also looking at how can I take my team, and how can I de- help them develop in their careers. You know that ability to look at somebody, see where they are, see what's going on with them, see maybe where they're tripping themselves up, seeing where they're exce- you know they're excelling. And be able to go in and start working with them to lead them to coach them to develop them you know those are really valuable valuable people to have on your on, on your team or in your organization because they can really create a whole lot of momentum in bringing out yeah. the best in the individuals and then developing the organization now you know yeah this is all
0: on the out go ahead you're gonna say something oh no i was just gonna say each one of these has positive strong characteristics and also characteristics that show up under stress, under duress. Uh, and so that's that, that's essentially. And something I talked about, the talent leaderships, the thinkers. There are also others, the perfectionists, who are the decision makers. Yeah. They are also can get stuck and bogged down. So it's not just, you know, it's just not that characteristic for one one area. Yeah, if you
1: find yourself, the decision maker, if you find yourself being a little bit, uh perfectionistic and a little bit moralistic, a little bit like, well, I know better and and that kind of stuff and get get caught up in your own kind of ego stuff that can, you can become a choke point for people. Because yeah. <laughs> I've talked to some of those, you really think that? Yes, I really do. Have you thought about how other people yeah. see it? No, I really don't. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Maybe that's why you have some resistance and pushback on your yeah. team.
0: But These are, you know, it's like what we're talking. These are these are the guys that this is what you see on the outside. These are this is the characteristics you, people see in you or that you see in other people. But how do how do they work, Michael? How do what really drives this outer core?
1: This core here, the very center, where it talks about self-concept elements of character. This is really where it lies. This is where Matone talks about being altruistic. And by altruistic, it doesn't mean you're just giving everything away and all that kind of stuff. It's really what it is, is this. It's that ability to see how do I win and how do I help you win? That is the team, the individuals that you're managing, the people that you're, you're, uh, you're leading. It's this win-win, and you can add one more to it, and that is our clients, their vendors. How do I make every, sure everybody is winning in this in this whole thing. Because if you don't come from that place of the big picture, the big possibilities, the sense of of abundance, being that altruistic kind of a person, it's really easy to collapse into selfishness, into me-ism. It's all about me. What's in it for me? And and all of a sudden you got, you know, you're protecting your information. It's the silo stuff. It also can lead to imposter syndrome because I don't want people to see me as I really am. So you protect yourself. You pretend you're somebody else. So there's this huge difference in terms of the core and the character of who it is that you are. Because if it's all about me, if it's about what's in it for me, when you're going to these other outer areas here in terms of these critical skills as a leader that they see, your critical thinking is going to be tainted by what's in it for me. Yes. So you really aren't thinking critically. You're thinking about I'm going to use my cognitive abilities to get out of what I want. The decision making will be all about what's in it for me or how do I protect myself? Make sure I don't get vulnerable. The drive for results is going to be all about me. So when I when I get it there, then by golly, I'll get all the glory. Same thing with the visionary, the change leadership. I see this, this thing and this is going to make me greater. This is going to put me in a better position because it's all about me. Yeah. The team leadership, I'm yeah. using the team to make me look better, to make me look like you know I've got what it is that you know that made it successful. The talent leadership, I'm the brightest person in the room. You need to listen to me because, and I'm not going to think about you because I'm thinking just about me. Communication skills, yeah. whenever I communicate again, it's going to be about me. It's going to be about me. Emotional leadership, how can I get more out of other people to make it better for me? Strategic thinking, again, how can I create plans of action so that it celebrates me, that I get to win? Can you hear the difference? It's all about me versus about the team. How do I think in better ways? How do I make better decisions for the team? How do I create, you know, the drive results for the team? Every one of these, I think plans, strategic actions for the team, emotional relationships to build everybody else up, communications to bring people together, talent development, team leadership. How do I grow my team? How do I bring my team together? The vision is it's all about all of us winning and our vendors and our clients and everybody that's involved. It's a complete change. And that's one of the things that we do here is we help you develop this sense of there's enough for everybody. How do we help you see the abundance rather than the scarcity? How do we help you to see that there's much more of you that you have to offer your team, your organization? It's not just a little bit here. There is enough to work with and to grow, to grow everybody here. And that's the difference between a culture of not only tr- uh, trust, transparency, vulnerability. It is the essence of what great leaders do in terms of, I'm here to work with you. Yes. I am the servant leader. I mean, no, wherever where you are on the outside of that, that circle there, I am that person that and, and here it is. And this is something you talk about a lot. And I want to hear you talk some more about it. This is where legacy lies. Yes. Talk to us about legacy.
0: Let me, let me ask you this question. Let yeah. me ask everybody that's listening to this question. You, Michael. Have you ever known somebody that has, you know, they're very self-assured. They have, you know, they seem very comfortable in, in who they are. And that shows, and I'm not talking about ego. You know, they have a big ego or anything like that, but they're a magnetic type of person. Yeah. People that just want to be around this individual because they seem very self-assured. They have a true understanding of, of who they are. They 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 understand their own values. They understand their own beliefs. And, and because of that. It, it expands. that's what we see. It, it grows at that outer core. but on the inside you, have you ever wondered why is this person that way? Why is this leader? what what got this person this this, this individual to be such a magnetic person that seems so self-assured, so dynamic in, in their their understanding of who they are. Chances are they've gone through this, more than likely, they've gone through this type of exercise. And because of that, they, they, they've been able to really take a look at their own self-concept, their own elements of character. And by the way, self-concept is one of those things that's very malleable. It is Once we start understanding who we are, we can start changing that, changing that to, to mold Who our beliefs, our references, our values—all those things that impact that outer core that everybody sees. So you see this, you see this outer core. This person seems so magnetic. They've got this, this glow about them, and I'm not going to say you know they're not glowing, but they have this charisma. 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 There you go. Charisma about them. Yeah. But on the other hand, you want it. It's it is contagious. You see people wanting to emulate who this person is. You see the culture in your company coming from this individual. If they're at the top, you see the culture growing. And it's growing like this person is. It's very magnetic. It's very charismatic. This person is, is all about helping others succeed. They're not shut out. It's not, a, it's not a wall. You can't, there's not a wall there. You have to bust through to get to this individual. But you want to be like this person that is what we're talking about when you become and start to understand who you are on the inside your inner core that really drives that outer core uh, world that's where you start to lead the legacy of who you are for your your organization and most importantly for you yourself you know chances are when when you know we we retire or we're we're no longer around or you've you've moved on to a different organization what type of legacy are you going to leave behind you? Did you make that place a better place than you found it? Are the people there better off than when you met them? Are those those people now in your shoes? They're, they're, they want to be like you. They want to follow in your footsteps. They want to become an, uh, who this individual is. Now, ask yourself, because I know we've all been around people like that. We all have those individuals that we really – strive to want to be like but don't understand we see this but it's like how did this person get to this point this is how and we're we're, we're showing you and telling you how this person got to that point and how we can help you get to that point like understanding what this
1: inner core is about it's so much of character that we talk about here that the elements of character yes really can really congeal around something called trust it's just that simple somebody is highly trustworthy they are worth your trust they are they've got that something about them that you they're believable that you 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 can just say this is somebody I can I could you know stake my time my my career I, that I can really attach to I can become part of that individual in terms of them be them having not just themselves in mind but me also and everybody else in mind there's that character element of it the other one is this self-concept, which is made of, as you talked about here, a combination of beliefs, of perceptions that we have about ourselves. Yes. And oftentimes, in all honesty, those self-perceptions, those beliefs are limiting. And therefore, they kind of make us smaller. What we want to do is develop those, those, those beliefs that make us bigger. Not in grandiose ways or egotistical ways, but in ways that are, that are really genuine. And that's where where, where a lot of leaders really struggle with the trust. I want people to follow me, but somehow I'm not giving out those vibes that I'm really trustworthy. The other one is I find myself wanting to play big, but I see myself as small. I see myself as inadequate. I see myself not having what it takes to be successful. I just see myself as not measuring up. That makes us play small. It makes us think about just what's in it for me, we become withholding, we become stingy, you might say, as leaders. Those are the very kinds of things that we can help you blow off these limiting self-concepts, these limiting self-beliefs, so that you can grow into the leader that you want to become. And along with that, develop the character of trustworthiness. That's what we're talking about. That's what we can help you do. That's what it is we do.
0: So I mean this 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 outer core here this outer core we've talked about this before Michael where if you were to just to remove that entire inner core and all you've got left is that outer ring yeah now this is, you've so many of us have been to these these seminars or have people come in and throw up this powerpoint slide or this presentation or really talk about driving for results or how to be a better critical thinker or how to be, you know, drive those communication skills. Man, everybody's excited. You buy the T-shirt, you buy the book, you go home. And for about a week or two, you really are involved in this outer core, trying to figure it out. And then suddenly it doesn't work because you start scratching your head and going, okay, well, I listened to him. How come I'm not changing? I listen to them. How come I can't be? I'm not a better critical thinker. I bought the T-shirt. I bought the book. How come I'm not a better talent? Hey, you got the coffee cup mug. Absolutely. What do you want? Yeah, it, it's it's like ordering a pizza from Domino's and they deliver it and you open it up and the only thing that's in there is a crust. You know, that's just that's it. There's not there's no there's nothing on the inside. What this is, and, and for all you people who are root cause analysis folks, okay. You've got to go to the root. You've got to find the root cause to, in order to change the, the di- dynamics of what it is you want to change. You've got to get that root cause. And that's what the inner core is all about. It's about your inner core. It's not about everybody else's inner core. It's about your inner core and how that impacts who you are as a leader and the, what people see you as a leader. And how to change each one of these is understanding your inner core first that's right first that's to you, base
1: start, you start thinking about that's where this rippling effect comes from yes you change that inner core that inner cause of who it is you are and that starts moving it out and then it starts moving out to your team and then it starts moving out to your culture yeah but it's and and, and it can start with just one person in all honesty and it can start with you you absolutely right, with you all right let's take it home Let's wrap it up here. So they want to get a hold of us and start discussing, well, this is a really interesting way of looking at leadership. How can this apply to me? What can I do
0: with this? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, Executive ilec.com Now on our website, we have some things that, that talk about the different assessments we do and, and ways we find help you find out what your starting point is. It's called an MLEI. And it's it's... There's over 12,000 global leaders in the database who have started down this road, including Steve Jobs, uh, who was one of John Matone's uh, coaching clients. He he coached him. Roger Enrico, Bill Logue. How many other big organizations around the world has, has utilized this very step to get to that next level? So if you want to be part of that, call us. We'll sit down and we will talk to you about that. And we'll we'll do an assessment with you. We'll help you start down that journey. And so that's how you get a hold of us. Executive Leaders Act, ILEC.com, 24-7. We'll answer the phone night and day. We're good. We're ready to go.
1: Outstanding. Let's wrap it up with this shout out to people in Spain. We've got some people in Spain that are following Spain. I can't find out which city they're in, but I do know that they are from Spain. Thank you, folks. Thank you for joining us. Let's, let's see if we can get some, uh, find out specifically where you are. I'd like to give you a shout out just just in the city that you're
0: in. So thank call you so very much. Yeah. Reach out. Send us an email. Call oh, us. Emails, Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Okay. Right. Once again, we are at the end of our 99th episode. And we are going to have a special episode, like Michael said, this coming Monday. Now, you can go uh, on to LinkedIn. You can find uh, the, the event that we have listed there and uh, register for that. Register for that and, and join us. It's going to be a live. Uh, there's going to be questions, answers. We can do whatever on there to, to help you with. And John Matone going to be the world's number one executive coach. A great friend of ours, a great man, and we're, we're looking forward to this. Now, here's the kicker. Don't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to miss that one. But to everybody else out there, again, thank you so much for uh, your support. 33 countries, 248 cities globally now we have listeners in, and we thank you all. We appreciate your support and wish you all the best. And until next time, take care. All right. Make you a great weekend. Bye for now. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, Coaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching we'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world from rich baron and michael bailey this is mainline executive coaching act thank you and take care